Hello and welcome to another episode of the podcast for the recently deceased. I'm Nate Roberts. I am Rodney Godek. How we doing, Nate? I'm good. I'm good. You know, glad to be back in this ch- in the chair, mm-hmm. ready to uh, ready to talk about um, Russell Crowe. Um, as I, I as like, love I'm all... Russell Crowe. <laughs> yes, this is going to be a Russell Crowe love fest. It is a Russell Crowe love fest. I I do love him too. Uh, I don't always love his work, but he's always great. No matter what, you know, the movie may uh, be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sure. I think so. I, I will. think so. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I've seen enough to see, uh, to see a piece of garbage that he's been in, but, uh, yeah, I'm sure they're out there. I mean, yeah. it's He's not Nick Cage level of, like, notoriety where it's like I'm going to watch it because he's in it, but it's sure. definitely going to help. Not as much as a Nick Cage, but a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm right there with you. Yeah, I think it's a similar feel. So All right. Me, uh, jump into yeah, it yeah, then, yeah. Okay? Let's uh, let's uh, let's right. let's see what the we're talking Pope's about. Exorcist. Whew. Follow Gabriel Amorth, the Vatican's leading exorcist, as he investigates the possession of a child and uncovers a conspiracy the Vatican has tried to keep secret. This is directed by Julius Avery, written by three people here: Michael Pert- Petroni, Evan. Greek name and Dean McCreary. Uh, this is starring Russell Crowe, Daniel uh, Zovato, and Alexandra Esso. Uh, so, look, long story short, this stars Russell Crowe. This is a Russell Crowe movie. You have no reason to watch it unless you're interested in watching Russell Crowe. And that <laughs> is plenty of reason to watch The Pope's Exorcist. In fact, I would say that this is probably the only reason anyone watched The Pope's Exorcist is simply because Russell Crowe is wearing a priest's uniform and seemingly going to perform exorcisms. This sounds like a slam dunk. I'm watching it. Right? Uh, I, I, yeah. I mean, I was right there, um, you know, up until actually watching it. Uh, I, was, <laughs> <laughs> um, I was, you know, I was ready. I was along. I was ready for, to ride along. Um, hop on that Vespa. Yeah, yeah. Hop on Get that Get ready Vespa. to watch the Italian countryside. Yeah, I really love the writer, um, Greek name. He's really good. Uh, yeah, I apologize, uh, uh, Mr. <laughs> let's see, Spiliotopoulos. Spiliopoulos. Spiliopoulos. Um, it's like a dinosaur almost. I should know that. I'm good with dinosaurs, you right. know, but this you isn't a uh, brachiosaurus. You have two young boys. I mean, that should be. I can say dinosaur be. names till I'm blue in the face, dude. I, I'm good at those, and so yeah. are they. But this, it's all Greek to me, man. <laughs> That is All the right. Same, isn't it? Yes, it's that is Greek, the same. It is the same. That's why I'm still, or I was still laughing. Okay. Hey, speaking of Greek, big fat Greek <laughs> weddings. Hey. hey uh, that's it, that's not topical anymore. I'm sorry. It's too old. Old news. Uh, actually, uh, did you see the trailer for the new one? It's like it's like yes, the, the yes, third or fourth in the series. I don't know. That guy's head is just too big to be on screen. Even the woman's head. They're massively large-headed people. I can't now, believe they're both still head. alive. All right. Cue the ominous music, uh, folks, hey. because the Pope's exorcist tries in vain to sprinkle some holy water on the horror genre. Russell Crowe plays Father Gabriel Amorth, the Pope's go-to exorcist, and the film takes us through his journey confronting demons, both literal and metaphysical. We've got a seemingly possessed boy in Spain, old Abbey secrets, and internal church politics to boot. And whatever you just did took my light and my uh, <laughs> script away. Hey, there it is. And we're back. And we're back. 
Okay. Uh, I think I'll just pick up where I left off. I don't need to start over. Yes. The movie, no, yeah, I... the movie attempts to navigate between the realms of faith, skepticism, and supernatural chaos. While some elements, like the sealed-off demonic chambers in the Abbey, add intrigue, the film at times feels a bit overburdened with backstory. And that ending? It felt a lot more like a setup for Amorth and Esquibel, demon hunter duo buddy cop movie, rather than a satisfying uh, conclusion to the story. All in all, if you're looking for a touch of horror with a side of Vatican, give it a watch. But if you are after genuine spine-tingling frights, you might need to pray for something a little better. Uh, I give it a middling 5 out of 10. Hey... That's not half bad. Could be it's, worse. It's exactly half good. It's kind of. It's close to that, yeah. <laughs> I guess you're right. Um, so, gosh, <laughs> Nate, uh, I mean, what to say that hasn't already been said? Um, let's just get real. It's Russell Crowe in a priest outfit riding a Vespa. Uh, and the film delivers on that promise. And yes, it is overburdened with all of the garbage story that they think that they need to tell. And it's kind of a bit of a, a MacGuffin with the way that they lead into the story. Because right away, they're going to do a couple 80s classics and poppy type music that you're like, whoa, this movie's kind of like aware that it's trying to do things a certain way. And you're like, great, if it continues this vibe, that'll be cool. But it doesn't. It lets that go as soon as those two songs, they could only afford those two songs. They could only afford 15 seconds of it. They used it. They're done. They're moving on. You will never hear anything fun after that point. Uh, and that's fine. <laughs> but to your point, it just bogs down with the story. It's too much story. It's too much backstory. And you just want to see Russell Crowe get into it and exercise demons. It started with a great one. And then it just, you're waiting for it to happen with this story uh, with this boy and this Abby and this other demons that has this vendetta against the Vatican and Russell Crowe. Yeah. Against him uh, specifically. I don't know. Yes. It, yes. Him specifically because of the, the, the girl that he was with and uh, his failure to save her. I can't even remember all the details as far as her suicide pact that she had the devil obviously being uh, involved in this in some kind of way. But what's, so frustrating ultimately with this movie is that it, it's like a tease the whole time because then at the end they have the showdown and where you're kind of like thinking like that it i don't know your description may be like you you're not a big fan of it i wish that that energy and that insanity was the movie and not this tease at the end this was van helsing going down underground and getting all the tools. Now, Van Helsing was awful. Hugh Jackman and Van Helsing, that's a garbage movie. I fully am aware that that's true. But that was cool to see all this other underground stuff that's happening behind the scenes with whomever hunting monsters in the world. That's what The Exorcist did, seemingly, under the Vatican, where now there's this whole army of priests that are hunting demons in the world and all the fantastical, metaphysical things that are happening are like just fact and cool and let's figure it out. Um, the battle at the end was satisfying. The words that were going back and forth and Russell Crowe finally uh, coming out uh, as the victor in the battle just worked at the end that it saved it for me where ultimately I was entertained, but it definitely uh, did a good job of trying to lull me to sleep throughout all of that just to get to that 
end noise, which I enjoyed. So ultimately, uh, and it feels weird saying this because of other things that I know I've rated recently, uh, but I'm landing with the Pope's Exorcist at a six or cyst. Uh, <laughs> six or cyst out of ten. Uh, six or cyst. Uh, and I feel weird saying that because I don't think it deserves it. But I had fun, and that's worth something. So I'll join you. I'll join you for that first 15, 20 minutes where I was like, I was like, oh, dang. Yeah, this movie, this movie might be really good. Had a couple cool drops <sighs> of music and then and like the cool look. Yeah, but I just I, I fell off the Vespa and I couldn't get back on. Um, yeah, he he meets with them early on and he's like and the nur- the, 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 the the nuns like can, can I uh, coffee, senor? And she's like at this time of day. Give me an espresso. And you're like, oh, that's so funny. Yes. I love it. He hates the man, and he is the man, but he's doing the Lord's work. It was great. Yeah, yeah. He but was it, the, the energy was just like the, sucked out of the room. The priest that was too cool to be in the priesthood. I know. My local bishop is the Pope. If you have a problem with me, you talk to my boss. Like, he's, he's meeting before all the heads of the priesthood, and he's mm-hmm. like, he's like, this one, this this chump, and that was the the American, right? He was the one without an accent. In English, Father Amor. And he was the one who was like sent over mm. as the representation of the of yeah. across the ocean. The new order, right? Yeah. And like we don't do exorcisms anymore. That's in yeah. the past. You're right. a fossil, uh, but he knows better. Yeah. <laughs> it was ultimately just like you know someone had to write a movie and there had to be a story. Uh, and it's just like, yeah, it just got lost. Uh, yeah, they were they, they were all over they the place. Stuck to it. They, they were mm-hmm. like, they were like, let's throw let's throw these like eight ideas at the board, and uh, we'll just go with whatever sticks. And they all stuck. And they were like, all right, let's do, let's do it. We'll do it live. And they wrote the they wrote the whole thing. And yeah. at the end, they were like, is this too, too long? Is this too long? No, no, I don't think it's, yeah. I don't Dude, think it's too long. Dude, hour 43? Yeah, it wasn't even I that mean, for long. For a movie of this caliber, that is not a good idea. <laughs> Woof. Yeah. Woof. Yeah, I mean, and it's like, yeah, you don't realize what you've got. It's just Russell Crowe. Just kind of make it over the top. Make it like drag me to hell, you know, have that right, tongue in cheek right. like other movies, like James Wan type movies. Yeah. Uh, even, you know, because this is just such a well-trodden territory, any kind of spiritual type yeah. possession or demon type thing. Every, this has been done a million times. You're not reinventing the wheel. So just yeah. go in with the craziness of it. I which want Ru- clearly has worked. I want Russell Crowe to walk in to a room with a possessed dude. He's got the crucifix in his hand. He punches the dude in the chest with the crucifix and the demon just poof, out the back into, into sure. like particles. <laughs> and you're just I like, don't want, I just don't like want yes! Yes, Russell Crowe! <laughs> like, that's the trouble is if you go too far, then you get Jamie Foxx vampire movie. Oh my god! That, that movie was fucking terrible. Did we we didn't review that? Did we? We thought it was no, so of bad. We, we didn't were... because we know better. <laughs> Daybreak. No one wants to talk about this. It was horrendous. I can't believe I uh, remember. But the that's name what of you that. would get. Uh, yeah, Daybreak. I think is correct. Yeah. Like that's what would happen if you went too far. You know, you can't go full retard. That's right. What that movie did. Jamie Foxx yeah. is like, oh, am I in Ray again? Holy shit! <laughs> so luck. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, yeah, so I think this is a just a pass, like purse purse for me. Yeah, like I can't say watch it if you like Russell Crowe, watch it if you like cheesy action horror, because uh, it because it kind of does one, but then it flip flops to to being serious and 
and like saturating you with with uh, backstory it, about yeah, the church and the exorcisms you know of, of old and and you're just like okay stakes don't I mean, exist. yeah yeah right there, yeah there's no stakes either right like there's no real emotional connection to anything because it's all co so convoluted and silly that you don't care and so and it drags out so much in the middle intro great long middle long and middle like and, and the, yeah, 30 the, maybe is yeah the, fun. The, the fight at the end was good yeah, you know, I enjoyed the fight at the end, and then the the revelation of everything else was was fantastic. Uh, it's and it's just it's too overdone of a of a theme. All the tropes and everything. There's, you know, this is where the Exorcist movie is going to be coming out, and uh, Insidious Five, and like all these other films that are in the same kind of demon possession. Blah, 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 blah. I'm so tired of it as a genre. There's nothing. I would love to see something new, but I am so so doubtful. Uh, this was just weird. I mean, I don't get it. Russell Crowe is a treasure, but man, yeah. he couldn't save it. He did a great job, but oh, there was he, not enough of him doing yeah. his job. The yeah, like forget about what we've said about the movie. His performance, uh, the Italian accent. Yeah. I, mean, he I don't just, even know if it's a good Italian accent. I don't know Italian accent uh, yeah, well enough. Right. Don't exa care. Exactly. It doesn't matter. His character, what he, the way he chose to do what he did, was perfect. Um, yeah. And that's the the shining, um, you know, star on this uh, five out of ten. Yeah. Uh, if you're interested in an actual masterpiece by Russell Crowe, I suggest you watch uh, The Nice Guys. Oh yes, <laughs> that movie is excellent. And fantastic. Uh, so I gave it a five. I landed at a six. Six assist for me. From the front six or six from the rodster, and um, and that'll do it for this episode. Uh, I'm Nate Roberts. I'm Rodney Godek. Take care, and we'll see you next time. You never breastfed me, mommy.